0: To be successful in life, it takes being comfortable, uh, being uncomfortable, having some tolerance of risk, and and just that attitude not to quit. And I mean, it's the rest is easy.
1: Everybody want to get the bag, but you don't really know what it's gonna take. Trying to figure out how to start now. Blue jim gotta show you the way, cause we're top finance, and i in anything it takes to get real estate.
0: blue gems ag dropping blue gems new podcast baby tune in we in this thing dropping blue gems
1: let's go let's go another episode of blue gems podcast with brandon blake from the staging company bro thank you so much for being here absolutely my pleasure let's just dive in man like totally tell us your story how did you start this business and how does it correlate to short-term rentals
0: uh, okay. So I was a sales and marketing guy. Um, just backing up further than that, I was a paramedic for the first 11 years of my life.
1: Pro, oh, thank wow. you. Thank yeah, you.
0: absolutely. Um, and, uh, my wife and I started having kids and I was on opposite sleep schedules with, uh, my oldest daughter at the time. And, uh, I just kind of remember this moment where I had just gotten home probably at like two or three in the morning, like you do. And, uh, my, my daughter was really fussy when she was a kid. So, um, my wife had been up all night with her and hand, hands me Emma and says, hey, I just got to get out of here for a second, right? She just needed a break like moms do, you know? And so, I don't know, she went to like grocery store or 7-Eleven or something, you know, just to kind of, you know, get away for a second. And my daughter screamed the entire time that she was gone because she didn't know who I was, you know? And so in that moment, I was like, man, something has to change. So uh, at the time, my wife and I were living in LA. We moved from LA to, to Kansas City. And Uh, I started in sales and sales for me looked like um, starting at the musical instruments department at Best Buy, uh, where if you added the rest of the department together, they almost got where I got in sales. Um, Went from there to Sprint, same thing. Number one in the store, number two was 50% behind me. Um, Went from there to moving down to Texas where I live now um, and uh, doing various different sales and marketing for different companies. And, And what I've always strived to do is to listen to what people want and figure out how to do it in the way that's mutually beneficial, right? Win-win. Um, because if I can do that, uh, there's no um, constraints to what you can do in business. So after, after a while of like kind of hitting my head into a brick wall at different companies, um, a buddy of mine was like, have you thought about buying a company? And I'm like, I'm listening, right? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he's like, "It's cool. It's this home staging company." And I'm like, "Okay. Number one, I'm not gay. Number two, <laughs> I wear the same black T-shirt every single day." Um, he's like, "You have a you know sales and marketing. I think this will work out." So I was like, "All right. Well, if somebody will loan me a million dollars, I'll do it." Found somebody who would loan me a million dollars, and I did it. And uh, that was 2019. I bought what was then Traditions Interiors, rebranded it as the staging company. Uh, 2021, I was like, "Well, let's do it again." So I bought Systematic Home Staging here in Orlando and uh, rebranded that, the staging company. And here we are. And how does it tie into short-term rentals? Again, looking for win-wins, you know, we wor- we already work with builders, we work with investors, we work with sellers who are selling their home, making them look really, really good. Well, COVID hit. And simultaneously to COVID, uh, we had a massive real estate, uh, a residential real estate boom in both Texas and Florida, right? And so you know, slowly we saw the demand for staging go down. And we said, we got to do something else in its place to kind of recapture that revenue using the furniture that we have just sitting here in our warehouse. So enter short-term rentals. At the same time, people were buying, uh, flipping, and putting Airbnbs up on the market. My wife and I, we have four kids now. Uh, We only stay in Airbnbs. It's a market we know really, really well. So we're like, we can do this. So again, talking to different people, talking to clients, people who do this and figuring out what would be a win-win for them. And we started selling our furniture to Airbnbs. And so literally when like you hand us the keys, uh, we can fully furnish that house to your specs uh, at a very, very competitive price point. And when we leave, it's ready to take photos and actually list on one of these services. And if you need us to coordinate the photos, we can do that too.
1: Wow. Okay. So I'm actually really intrigued personally. <laughs> right. Okay. So I close on a deal. I call the staging company and said, Hey, you know, I just closed on one, two, three main street. Here's the keys. Can you just turn it into whatever? Here's my mood board. Tell me, like, walk me through what happens next.
0: Yeah. So important distinction is that we don't do the hard select. So we're not contractors. Right. So once, once the flip is done, gotcha. assuming there's so a all flip, the renovations
1: are done. Yep. It's ready to go.
0: Ready to go. Gosh, you man. hand the keys to us. Um, if you give us mood boards, that's one thing. If you have no idea what you're doing uh, and you want those mood boards, we can do that too. Oh wow, okay. So I've got a team of designers that work. <laughs> well, you can't technically call them designers because they're not accredited. I've got a team of very experienced decorators. <laughs> 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 there you go. That work and uh, work with our company, and um, yeah, so they'll they'll create the mood boards. They'll source it from our vendors. Um, and, and literally, I mean, it's so simple. We lay it out. Uh, once you approve the mood boards, in fact, we're working on a project right now, um, in San Antonio, it's, a seven or eight bedroom. Um, I don't want to say the budget, but it's high. Um, we're sourcing everything. He's already approved the mood boards. He's already paid. And, um, right now we're in the process of sourcing everything, ordering everything. Um, at some point, semis full of furniture will show up at our warehouse. We'll unload them, unpack everything, inspect it, assemble it, deliver it, stage it. And when we leave, it's literally, here's a finished product. Wow. That's a mic
1: drop. Should we just end the show right now? Don't drop the
0: mics. These are nice
2: mics. I mean, wow,
1: dude. (laughs)
0: Where where have you been my whole life? Hiding in San
2: Antonio. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) So as an investor, you know, we always go back to the cost. So walk us through, you know, a price breakdown of your services from start to finish?
0: Yeah. Pricing's hard um, because, you know, we talked about this earlier, like we're in this period of whatever supersedes hyperinflation. I mean, has there ever been a stupider time to try to do business? Like the yeah. way we did business last Tuesday is not the way we do business today. <laughs> and so next crazy. Thursday it might be different, right? <laughs> For
1: sure. <laughs> I think it's
0: so crazy right now. Um, but right now it's pretty easy. Um, we've got, Uh, and we've actually got three different price points, but I'll deal with the top two. We've got $15 a square for standard furniture, $20 a square for luxury furniture, just depending on where you want your price point to be. We actually have a price point below that, but it's subject to availability of furniture. Again, that price point of like, we got to get rid of all this stuff in the warehouse.
1: Mm.
0: Well, with days on market increasing, uh, interest rates increasing, you know, prices of homes are kind of stagnant. Well, all that furniture is out in houses. In fact, we're ordering to keep up with the demand so anyway to go back fifteen twenty 20 square that gets you all your furniture right your beds your nightstands your dining room table your couch your chairs you know rugs uh art and decor and then beyond that it's what we call our your guest experience packages right do you want standard linens or luxury linens do you want a standard kitchen or a chef's kitchen you want a grilling package right i love grilling we we can take that to the moon if you want to <laughs> um, do you want a baby package again i got four kids we've stayed we've stayed with my parents we've stayed with her parents we've been up in the middle of the night trying to keep people asleep we know you need a baby monitor you need a packet play you know all these things that parents don't want to really travel smart. with yeah baby package game night package you know if you've got a pool you need a pool package right noodles floats lots of pool towels stuff like that right so we've really thought this entire thing through And my wife and I have stayed in everything from an Airbnb with like, you know, that pool table that's kind of like leaning (laughs) like this. yeah. And they clearly got the furniture, not off of Facebook Marketplace, but like when it didn't sell off of Facebook Marketplace and (laughs) they just left it on the curb. Sure. That's the couch. Right. (laughs) And there's no chairs in the bedroom to sit in. Right. And um and there's literally like we're looking at the walls, we're like, I think I've seen that art at a Subway before, like a Subway <laughs> restaurant, right? right? We've stayed in the whole gambit, yeah. <laughs> So we know it's a it's a space we know well. Yeah,
1: no, that makes sense. So like I want to talk about like the differences between the $15 package and the $20 package. Um, you said it's it, it's it varies between the quality of the two, right? Yes. So like where are you sourcing like just a few names on the $15 one versus the $20 one? Like is this West Elm? type or like where are you getting most of this furniture
0: at the $20 package? Um, and and we'd have to, we'd have to exactly look into it. I mean, my designers are much closer to this on a daily basis than I am, but we actually order from the place that West Elm orders from. Okay. Right. So yes, it is West Elm. Gotcha. Same quality. Same quality. Now, if you are looking for West Elm, um, style, but you're on a budget we've got vendors for that as well. Mm. Like we can get you that huge, like fluffy, you know, jump into it couch at the end of the day um, for much cheaper than West Elm. Got you. Yeah. Okay. I just use that as an example. Cause I don't know a lot of furniture. It, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like West Elm, I don't know. West Elm. <laughs> yeah. You want that massive pottery barn, you know, table, Hey, it's going to be expensive, but we can find it for you. And a, a lot of that stuff we would consider to be Uber Lux. I know we were talking about return on investment at, at the sure. start of this podcast. You know, quite quite frankly, the return on investment's really not there when you start to get to that price point of furniture. Makes sense. It starts to become a little bit of vanity, right? I mean, put yourself in the mindset of your guests. They're walking in. They say, oh, wow, this is beautiful. And then it's just got to kind of be functional for their stay. But it's not like that's their house where they need that brand name attached to that piece, right? 100%. So we know ROI, which is, hey, If you can kind of set that aside for a second, um, we can show you how to do the same design for much less money and get that wow factor, functionality, durability, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, you know, people aren't booking our places because we have a nice sofa, right? Right. It just needs to be functional, like you said. And and for us as the
2: investors, we just want it to last long, right? Have a, a,
1: a long shelf life.
0: Yep.
2: There's also the ROI on the amenities, right? So as an Airbnb investor, the more amenities you have, generally the better returns you can have because guests are naturally more attracted to the property. And what you're saying is you're taking those amenities and then building packages around them, right? And so where have you seen the ROI there?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so the the biggest ROI is around, you know, and you, got, you guys know this, is garnering good reviews, right? Making sure that you have a seat in the living room for everyone that's going to stay at that house. If you say you seat 14 people, that means you have a massive living room that can seat 14 <laughs> people. Sure. And if you say you can seat 14 people, you don't have a four-seater uh, dining room table. doesn't you know? make sense, yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous. Um, so, so those kind of things really push the ROI. You know, be, beyond that, uh, making sure that the towels aren't scratchy. Right. We, we order our towels from the same place that Marriott does. Right. Nice. Um, You know, if you have a pool, you know, we talked about a pool earlier. I just stayed in an Airbnb two weekends ago with a, with a group of guys and they had basically a stack of towels in the linen closet. And that stack of towels was for both the, you know, like showering and the pool. Well, we all went through the (laughs) the towels at the pool and there were no towels (laughs) for showering. So thinking through little, little details like that that are going to get you super hosts that are going to get you you know all five star reviews that that's what's going to boost the roi um the other key component to that is purely aesthetics if it shoots well and it looks well on you know photos you can charge a premium for it
1: love it so let's talk about speed and and i know this is going to vary a a bunch because you're kind of relying on you know where you're sourcing the furniture, but let's just say, hypothetically speaking, take an average. Let's say I have a three-two, uh, you know, fifteen hundred square foot property, pretty average. Mm-hmm. From the time that you receive the keys, how soon are you furnishing this this property?
0: So what we a rough li-
1: estimate, average that works.
0: Yeah, what we like to see. Again, we're in San Antonio and Orlando. Sure. Um, you know, in San Antonio, there's a long, um, you know process to get your license to open so you know our investors that we work with will do it one of two ways they'll either say hey I've closed and I've applied for the license let's go ahead and start ordering
1: you're talking about short-term rental license mm-hmm. okay gosh yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: or they say no I want to wait till I get the license and then we'll start ordering makes sense um, and, and again there's a bunch of factors like our ideal client is the kind of person that says you know, truth be told, is the kind of person that says, look, I want it to look really, really good. I'm not going to be overly specific. I need it to be on budget and I need it to be fast. Right. So then all of our design decisions are based around what is in stock and what can ship fast. OK. Obviously, if you want these specific barstools and those specific bar stools have an 11 month lead time. Well, our time to delivery is 11 months. Right, right, right. right? right, right yeah. Now, you know, in the in the situation where we've talked about where, you know, the mood boards are provided and now we're sourcing it, well, we can still kind of favor substitutions for that based off of what's in stock and ready to ship, but that might just delay it a little bit of time, right? I mean, you got the quadrant, good, cheap, fast, you know, and you can only yeah. have two at a time. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking from the time that somebody puts that initial deposit down, Uh, we can be installing within four to six weeks.
1: We are thrilled to announce Blue Jim's management. After building out 24 short-term rental properties of our own, we're now helping other investors buy their time back. With over 300 five-star reviews, we really understand the importance of guest experience. If you're interested in making short-term rentals passive, click the link in the show notes below and someone from our team will contact you soon. Now back to the show. Um, we have everything that we need. We have ton tons of deal flow, right? We have private money and lenders ready to go. We have our systems and processes on the back end, you know, we can facilitate more and more properties, but the bottleneck is actually furnishing them. Interesting. Designing them. right? Because it takes so long and, right. you know, it's just, we, we don't have like a full team like you do. And like, right. even challenges like having an Amazon, package shipped and we're 45 minutes away. Who's going to let the Amazon package into the house?
0: Yeah, okay. We're Makes not going to
1: drive 45 minutes or an hour and a half round trip to just, you know, empty a couple <laughs> packages into our garage. Right. Right? So, you having a warehouse right where you can store it, that that's right. a game changer. Yes. So, okay. More ways than than just a few.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm. All, I, I I love creating win win. So I always love to hear the other side of the equation. It's like, hey, am I missing something? I need to add to the package that then becomes a value add to the no, everyday investor. Is, no, yeah. this is
1: perfect to be able to just hand the keys off, and now we go back to focusing on acquisitions, getting and more deals, getting more deals, and you know, running numbers and like picking. Hey, cool, we got this one, and we know it closes in three weeks. We're just going to pass it on to the staging company, and they're going to take take off. And now we can we have a replicable, you know process that we can keep on repeating, rinse and repeating over and over again.
0: And speaking to you guys specifically, if you have that kind of deal flow and you can think a few houses ahead, I got a 10,000 square foot warehouse with tons of racks. We can say, we know this house is gonna come at some point. We know this house is going to come at some point. And you guys just say, yeah, that's the house. We just closed on it. Can you install it? And then we've shortened that lead time down to two or three days. Yeah.
1: And there's so many things that we can actually, like we know for sure we're going to buy, like we buy the same exact mattresses, Mm -hmm. we buy the same exact linens, we buy the same shampoo and conditioner and and all of these things. So we can already have that on standby for six properties, 10 properties, or however many we have in that pipeline.
0: Absolutely. Love that.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I'm
2: thinking now, right? I mean, we have properties under contract that aren't gonna close for four weeks, but we know they're gonna close, right? So to your point, we can get ahead of the curve and say, hey, Brandon, we have these properties closing mid-August. Can we start to get the ball rolling so yeah. that maybe we can furnish them by the end of August and not middle of September? Is that what you're saying pretty much? Absolutely.
0: Yeah,
1: we yeah. put down a deposit to show, hey, good faith, we're, we're serious about this. Yeah. And
0: then, uh, you know, To well, the what- person that that's their first deal, second deal, third deal, whatever, or there's still some sort of hesitancy around getting that STR license, maybe that's not, as appealing as it is to you guys that are like, no, if it doesn't go in this one, it can go in the next one,
2: Mm, you know, and
0: we can really close that lead time uh, and that, you know, distance between when you close and you go live.
2: And then how far are you traveling currently? You mentioned Orlando, San Antonio. Is there a radius that you're covering within those areas? I mean, for the right deal, we've done
0: Dallas, we've done Houston. I mean, we'll do Fort Lauderdale. I mean, for the right deal that makes sense and the right partner that makes sense. I mean, absolutely. Plus the long-term plan is to take over the world. I mean, we're gonna, go. we're gonna push down to the Space Coast and from there we're gonna push out to do Jacksonville and Fort Lauderdale. I mean, there's this thing of scaling that we're learning right now is that if you can do it in two locations, you definitely can do it in three locations. And if you can do it in three locations, you can do it in a hundred. Right. So Love that. yeah. So let's go, come on. (laughs)
2: Because I mean, our our investors, people that we hang out with, they're not really buying in one market. So if they were to come to someone like you, they would need to know that this can be scalable beyond one neighborhood. Because then what do you do do for the next deal, right? So it's like, okay, I bought three in Orlando, but then what are my Tampa ones gonna do? Then I gotta go and find a brand new company. It's attractive to have one person and one contact to go to for each deal, right?
0: Yeah, I can confidently say that you know, we we may not stage houses all over Florida right now, but we can do STR installs all over Florida right now. Got um, it. Yeah, I mean that that's an easy day. And then if you guys start to say you guys specifically say, "Hey, we've got partners and we're starting to push down here." Well, I mean, let's do it together. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we know the formula. Just got to find a warehouse space and start hiring people. I've got four spots open in San Antonio right now. I did 30 something interviews so far this week. So (laughs) I mean, scaling is just scaling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So you brought up an interesting point, right? Comparing an STR setup to staging, what are the differences there?
0: So staging, the budget is usually a lot lower, right? Um, And you're moving that stuff around a lot. So where Staging, we want the furniture to be really, really light. And we also want it to look good, but be super cheap so that we can keep our prices down. STR is a little bit different in in the sense that that stuff needs to be durable. And the budget doesn't necessarily have to be cheap, but it has to provide an ROI, right? So um, yeah, so we're just favoring more durable furniture, right? Um, I might buy a $319 couch to put in a staging because, you know, you're not going to have kids jumping on it, but you're going to have kids jumping on the couch in an STR. So much sense, better yeah.
2: ROI long-term for sure. Yeah. Logistically, is it similar from a setup and, and the actual process itself aside from the budget and the furniture? It's a little
0: bit more time intensive on the STR side, simply because we are uh, mostly assembling the furniture on site. Staging furniture's already been assembled. Assembled, it's on our rack. We put it on the truck. We load it into the stage. Um, sometimes we'll do five or six stages in one day, right? Oh, wow. wow! But with an STR deal, we're assembling a lot of that stuff on site and then we're hauling away the trash and stuff like that. Most cases, we mentioned a 1,500 square foot house. Um, that's a two-day install for us.
2: Shifting gears a bit, you know, how how big is your team? You know, how you, you mentioned hiring... So where are you at today and then where do you see yourself in the next year or so it's
0: a really great question uh we are 11 people in orlando 12 in san antonio i have four positions open immediately in san antonio one that will come open in the next month um and it just depends on how fast the market comes back here in orlando i mean we're set up to scale as far as we want, you know, and, and in the next 12 months, it, by the end of 23, I can foresee us being Space Coast, Fort Lauderdale, um, Austin, Dallas, um, possibly Houston, you know, Tampa, we can service out of here until it becomes big enough that it becomes its own thing. And then, you know, Fort Myers, like I think we'll cover all of Texas, the populated areas of Texas yeah, there you go. <laughs> and all of Florida uh, in the next 12 months. Wow. It's an aggressive goal, but anything worth doing is worth overdoing. You can accomplish a lot in 12 months. You can. I mean, 100%. you're wearing the 10X hat,
1: so you, That's right. can, you
2: know 10X. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, for sure.
2: Speaking of 10X, talk to us a bit about the mindset that it takes to grow a company to the level that you've done. You know, you mentioned that you bought it but it was still relatively early on and you have a very big goal of scaling to that level. So talk to us some of the things that people need to be doing to reach that level.
0: Yeah. I mean, you guys mentioned it It's processes. Um, it's, it's kind of clearly defining what makes you successful in one place, testing that out in a second place, refining what not only what makes you successful, but what you can use of that formula to make someone else successful. And then if you can do that, now you're ready to launch something entirely new. I have a huge advantage to where the first two companies I purchased and they were running really, really, really well. But then you still have to go through all the process of, okay, great, if I'm gonna buy a third company, what did I learn from the second one making them look like the first one um, that we can then apply? And really we were fortunate enough to where we were able to take the best aspects of both companies, combine them, write down everything. I mean, process documentation, you pull up a Google sheet and uh, yeah, Google sheet and it's got all these links to all these Google docs. I mean, we're just documenting everything to where we can go to a home stager. Uh, Shameless plug. If you're a home stager and you know, you don't really want to start your own business, but you do kind of want to lead a team. Cool we can put resources and we can put logistics around and give you the playbook to make you successful. Kind of like a franchise model, but you know, we still retain ownership. Mm, love
1: it. So much value. I didn't expect the uh, conversation to go like this. I mean, you know, you're, you're just
0: dropping gems everywhere we, we turn, so I love it, man. All of life is about creating win-wins for people. That's all it is. The, the, if, if you can be slightly comfortable being uncomfortable and create win-wins for people. There's no, there's no limit to what you can accomplish. And would you agree?
1: Yeah. I mean, I want to do business with you for sure. (laughs) You know, I'm just like, you you made it a win-win situation. You made it very easy for me. You put it on a silver platter. I'm just like, okay, well, you know, you checked off every single box. Like you said, there was- I did no, not
0: expect the conversation to go yeah, that way either. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, there's there's no resistance. I think that was the word that you used
2: earlier in the, in the uh, conversation. So, I mean, that that's how I felt, you know. And you're also willing to understand what we're looking for. Mm. You know, I find that a lot of business owners are like, here's my product. It is what it is. It should always be fluid, right? Because you're always wanting to get to the win-win. It's hard to do that if you're stagnant in your approach you're saying, Hey, I want to know what you guys are working on. I want to know how I can help ton of value there.
0: I, I worked for a company like that where, Hey guys, I have met with every single one of our clients. I took them to lunch. Um, I called it the 18 month apology tour. Um, and I said, all of our clients are pretty much saying that they want this. And in, in not these exact words, what I heard were sit down, kid, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Um, so then, I decided to maybe go try an industry where I could do that. Okay. You know, we'll see how it goes. It's Seems hard. like it's working. It's working <laughs> beyond yeah. working, still early. Jerry's still out. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know that you said that
1: you and your wife travel a bunch and you stay in Airbnbs yourself. Do you guys actually guys own any Airbnbs yourself? Not yet. Are are you making a way to that? Is that part of the plan?
0: Actually that that's like my wife's number one mission in life that she wants to do. I mean, we, we've looked at a couple of different properties and then I end up spending all of our cash buying companies. (laughs) And, um, but, but one day, I mean, we we're like, nose to the grindstone try, you know scaling this company um you know once it reaches a certain point then ab- absolutely we'll have a whole you know entire you know portfolio of strs love that yeah
1: well if you ever need uh management <laughs> shameless, shameless
0: plug right? shameless plug <laughs> yeah well i mean the uh I don't know if I should say this on air, but you know, whatever. Uh, the tax benefits of having companies in multiple locations is that you can have STRs in multiple locations and rent them from yourself, so. Very true. We'll, ha- we'll have wow. at least one here in Orlando, if not more. I love that, man, that's awesome. Yeah.
2: Smart man.
1: Um, so maybe you wanna get into the formal questions?
2: Yeah, for sure. So, so I wanna know what does a day in the life look like for the staging company CEO?
0: That's different. Uh, It's it's different every day, but I I will say I start, and we had this conversation already off air, but I start the the morning, uh, every morning with jujitsu. So I wake up, I have a cup of coffee while, you know, I read sometimes the Bible, you know, sometimes just some other article I found. Um, But I have probably two cups of coffee to start the morning. Uh, I go to jujitsu. I do jujitsu for about an hour, come back, shower. I have an hour and 15 minute drive to work And so, usually listening to some podcast, um, which is how I found you guys.
1: There you go. You know. (laughs) Um,
0: And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm trying to get out of the like tactical day to day, the like you know paying the bills and putting out fires and all that kind of stuff, so that I can be um, very strategic. Um, And then about a week a month I spend here. And then it's kind of flipped. I get up and I do like my strategic work in the morning where I can actually sit down in my hotel room with no distractions and hammer out things like employee handbooks. Um, We, uh, we believe in position agreements, every position in our company knows uh, what they're doing, um, how they're being graded, you know, what the KPIs are, you know, everything from day one. So all that kind of stuff. And then I go and then I, you know, work with the Florida company on, you know, what are we doing? How can we streamline things? All that kind of stuff. Um, And then here it's jujitsu every night from 6.30 to nine. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Which gym do you go to here Here? in Orlando,
0: yeah? Uh, Armada Armada, in Winter Park. I remember you saying that, I highly recommend checking them out. I had coffee this morning with the uh, owner. He's just, he's an awesome dude. Love that. Yeah.
2: We have to check it out.
0: Yeah, also in the a market. former like real estate flipper guy. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Very cool. I found that out this morning. It's pretty cool.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Aiden and I've been talking about getting in, we're uh, in the market the B- BJJ gym for a minute, but um we we're, we're going to do it. Just got to do it.
0: You should do it. So every day is different, but at a high level there's a few non-negotiables in my week. Um have to have those. Have to have those. Jiu-jitsu every morning, date night every Tuesday night. Love that, or Thursday or, and Thursday night if it's been a busy week, <laughs> and possibly also Saturday afternoon for lunch. My wife and I yeah. date a lot; it's fun. Um, that's awesome. You know, I'm I'm home. Uh, my kids do jujitsu on Mondays and Thursdays, so I'm home to take them to that. Uh, that's kind of our become our thing. That's what it's about. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I I I want to build a nine figure company, but I don't want to be that guy that builds a nine figure company and their kids have no idea who they are. I want to like bring my kids along for the ride to where they know me, they saw the challenges, they saw the days when I was stressed out of my mind, they saw the days when I was angry, they saw the days that I was winning, you know, and they're just like, this is life, you know? Yeah,
2: so. Amazing. So you're about three years into this journey. What has been your number one lesson in building this company?
0: Leading people is hard. Very hard. Um, People need, everybody needs the right and left boundaries. They need guidance, they need motivation, they need accountability. Um, And uh, one of the things I've learned through 10X is like when you're a business owner, um, you kind of start your own business because you're tired of people telling you what to do. And so you naturally assume that when you start your own company and you start hiring people, that they're all the same way. And so you ignore them and you give them absolutely no input. And then you wonder like why it doesn't work out. <laughs> so that's, that's been the biggest challenge um, for me. I, you know, I thought I was a natural born leader before I came into this thing and man, it has humbled me. Um, but fortunately I read a lot, listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, 10x mentorships really helped out a lot. Um, and so I'm getting better at it.
2: Amazing.
1: I love the fact, and this is a little bit off topic, I just love the fact that you're so grounded in your non-negotiables. Mm. Uh, it, clearly you have a strong mindset to continue down that avenue, but then you incorporate your family in those goals. So that, that's how Aiden and I are. You know, We're gonna have, we already had a ton of success and we're gonna continue down that path, but what's most important at the end of the day, and it's family, totally. and, you know, traveling and experiences and giving back. So to see you of of the magnitude of success you've had so far man and still staying grounded to those rooted things i applaud you
0: you make it sound really good some days it feels a lot more of a struggle (laughs) than you just (laughs) put it but i'll I'll take that (laughs) yeah man the the struggle is real the sacrifices you know that that that
1: comes with the territory for sure
0: but it's funny um my my wife has been at the warehouse uh in san antonio every day that i've been gone because we're getting literally getting a semi of furniture a day right now wow. i mean wow. we we went from having you know 95 houses stage when i first bought the company in san antonio down to the teens i mean it was scary yeah. there for a minute and now, now we're back, back up at 75 day. we pushed out what is that 60 houses of yeah. furniture in a period of like four weeks it's insane and we we're out of furniture so we're getting like a semi a day so my uh my client care coordinator shout out to chris uh brought his three kids Um, Leslie brought our four kids and they literally just unpacked vases and lamps and stuff like that for an entire day.
2: Wow. Wow. And so my
0: team comes in and they're almost in tears because they're like, that would have been hours of work for us, you know, and it doesn't always work out like that. I mean, we live 65 miles away from the warehouse, but sometimes it's really cool.
1: So one more question. Um, and, and this can range across a ton of topics right if you could just leave one more blue gem with the audience it could be about business mindset family staging company str anything what would you want to leave the audience
0: well the layup is in an str design matters don't do it yourself don't spend 100 hours scouring facebook marketplace if not through me reach out to me to get a referral um, because we can make that a lot easier. Um, but, but the the the, the less um, obvious one I think is to be successful in life, it takes being comfortable, uh, being uncomfortable, having some tolerance of risk, and and just that attitude not to quit. And I mean, it's the rest is easy.
2: Yeah, incredible. Crush it! What an episode.
0: If
1: you're interested in scaling your short-term rental portfolio in networking with like-minded individuals, we host a short-term rental meetup once a month in downtown Orlando. Click our link below in the show notes to register. See you at the next one.
0: JB dropping blue gems. AG dropping blue gems. New podcast, baby, tune in. We in this thing dropping blue gems.